project. What do you do and how do you cope when mum leaves and goes home to be with the Lord? This project was birthed in January 2023. I went to Dudley where um, a relative, in-laws, relative, mum passed and I was singing. I was singing um, at this funeral as my tribute, um, as the family's tribute, because no one else was able to go. And um, after the funeral, I went back to my hotel. We got back, went back to my room. There were four of us as ladies there staying in the hotel. The, um, The daughter of the deceased, a granddaughter and a cousin. I went back to my room and I had this, I didn't sleep too well the night, but I had this, I don't know, vision, I wasn't asleep, thought, let me call it a thought. Sometimes we say the spirit dropped it in my spirit. Um, I believe something was placed there. Um, and basically it was to join up with these two other two sisters and work together on a project. What do we do? How do we cope? Words to that effect when mom goes. Because all three of us at that point had, um, I don't like to use the term lost our mothers because a friend of mine says they're not lost. We know they're where they are. They're not lost. They're not wandering in a the wilderness. They're not, their spirits are not wandering in the skies. We believe they're all with the Lord because believe they're all saved and they live the lives, Christian life. And they had accepted Jesus as their Lord and Saviour. So anyway, that was the thought I had in the night. So the morning as we were, we were leaving that morning, or that day we were coming back to London. Um, we had no set times because we had tickets that we could get on any train. We just had to check. So the morning we had plenty of time. I was going to meet my cousins who live up there and they said they were going to go shopping. So we we all went to Tesco's, big, big Tesco's, and we all did some shopping. Could hardly get things back in our bags. (laughs) It was nice. We had a good time. But anyway, when we we decided to pray, and after we'd prayed, we prayed together. And after we'd prayed, I shared with them what I felt had been dropped in my spirit. And they were like, yeah, that sounds good. But this was January and I've waited and waited and nothing, I didn't hear from them about it. So I've been really busy with one thing or another. But um, 
I've decided that I needed to do something now um, and, and try and get my little podcast out. I shared it with a friend who kindly, kindly, so kindly got me two books on podcast and um, I started reading them and he was quite excited to start setting it up. He's going to get me the microphone. I said, no, no, let me, let me do some more study. But what I've decided to do is to do maybe just a daily or weekly posting on Facebook. Um, just to say basically what, you know, what it is and how things are. How have I coped now a year on since my mum died? Well, it has not been easy. It hasn't been easy. Um, we knew mum was going to go. She had a short, short illness. It wasn't long. It wasn't long prolonged. And mum was a very quiet person and she... She didn't want everyone to know her business, so, so to speak. Um, she just wanted to to just have her final days, weeks and months with her, her children and grandchildren and husband and some, some of her great-grandchildren, those who made themselves available and were able to be around because some live far. Um, and so, yeah, I, I believe we prepared ourselves. And one thing I'm thankful for, we prayed to the Lord and said, Lord, please don't let it be a long process that we have to go and see our mum suffer every day. And didn't, we didn't really want that. Um, we thought it would be a bit unfair and although it was painful, very painful to watch my mum deteriorate in those last weeks, the last month of her life, the last few weeks of her life was, was really bad. She just deteriorated. and um, But all the way through, she was jolly. She was happy. She wasn't sad and, I mean, maybe at first when she had a diagnosis, she was like, whoa, whoa. And I remember her saying to the doctors, no, 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 I don't have that. That's not what I have. And I think we all go through that process or that stage of denial when we think, no, that's, it can't be. But she accepted it and she prepared herself, you know, and, and yeah, um, my mum died holding my hands. She took her last breath holding my hands. Um, my sister, my eldest sister, myself and my niece were present in the room with her. And we, we realised that, yeah, everyone was there on that day. And then everyone kind of started to go home. I think the last, the last um, folks left the house by 10 o'clock. 
my brother was in another room. Um, and my brother-in-law, I think, had gone to bed. Anyway, it was just us three with her. And um, we were singing, praying, talking to her all the way through till she took her last breath. That was quite difficult. Quite difficult. I haven't really shared haven't really talked about how I felt, how I'm feeling. I haven't really haven't really shared it with a lot of people. A few select people I'd spoken to. Um but it was not easy and I I think also what made it even more difficult um where we were all close as a family the shock of the whole thing everybody just wanted to deal with it in their own way so we all kind of drifted apart so to speak and um yeah so where we where i thought and imagined that it would be um an easier easy to kind of move forward and get through it wasn't so my podcast is to to talk to you out there people and um, say how have you coped if your mum has passed how have you coped with her passing some people find it really really hard I remember once i somebody I knew and I met her on the streets and I'd heard that her mum had had passed away and I met her on the street and I expressed my condolences and I said I can't remember word for word but I said that made the Lord you know comfort them and wow she went for me and she it, it came across as she was really angry with the Lord because she then went on to say, why did the Lord take my mum from me? Because her mum was her life and she was struggling. Well, I loved my mum, but my mum wasn't my life. Um, my mum had her own life. We had her own life and she taught us how to love the Lord. She taught us how to have our own relationship with the Lord. And she taught us how to be individuals, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> um, individuals. So although her passing was painful, but I've had to carry on and cope as much as I can. Although it was difficult, but the Lord helped me. Um, not only um, did I have the, the 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 grieving for myself, but I look after a church, and it was supporting everybody and and making sure that we all grieve together and grieve sensibly. Those who needed the support, some chose not to have it, but 
it. It's it's a it's what it is. But what I'm asking of you is, how did you cope? What was the journey for you? It has been very very difficult the last year. It's been difficult. We've just had her a memorial of her passing in this month, July. Hence, I'm doing this podcast or this communique. I don't even know what to call it just yet. Still working on that. But I just want to know out there from you, how did you cope? What kept you going? What's kept me going is knowing that my mum is in a better place. And that the Lord answered our prayers that she didn't have to suffer and suffer and suffer. He he really for me the short time she she became unwell and suffering that for me that was enough good grief. Um it, it's not easy. But what what happened, she knew that she was loved because we all took turns, took in turns to do what we could for her. And (laughs) mum had, she had some strange cravings, (laughs) strange cravings. I remember once she was asking for papaya. Now... We were, I had to search high and low to find these papayas. And the only place that I could find them were like Waitrose. And you know everything in Waitrose cost an arm and a leg. But because it was mum and I knew that she, she wasn't going to be around for long, I wanted to ensure that whatever she needed, she got. And that's what we did. I even made soup one day. She wanted um, some kind of soup and I had to go to the butchers to buy meat. No, I've ne- I never do that. Um, I don't eat meat, personally. I don't eat it. I haven't eaten meat for about 20 odd years. And even when I did eat meat, I never bought it from the butchers. Meat had to be wrapped up for me. So I just come and very li- the least I have to handle it. Very little handling. And literally take it out of the packet, wash it, do whatever, cook it. But I went to the butchers to get meat for my mum. Came home and washed meat, cooked the soup for my mum. <laughs> and my mum really enjoyed it. So it was, it was, yeah, trying to make her as comfortable as we possibly could. And ensure that whatever her cravings were... And she craves some strange things. Now, I've, I've, I've been living with my mother for 50-odd years. I came to London when I was 10 years old. Um, so my mum my passed a year ago. Um, so I'd be, yeah, 50-odd years. And I'd never known my mum to eat oyster, uh, lobster. But my mum, for her 85th birthday... She wanted, now she wasn't eating much, but she wanted a lobster dinner. And I was like, what? So yes, my sister and my niece actually bought and dressed this lobster. And 
I can say my mum, she really enjoyed that meal. Where she wasn't eating much that Sunday, she really enjoyed it and she ate it. And this was the 19th of June and by the 5th of July, my mum closed her eyes and went. So, yeah, tell me about your moments with your last moments and how have you coped? How was it? Of course, it's painful, but, you know, how did you cope with the intense pain? Who was there supporting you through? Um, Mine was like painful, man. It was hard. It was hard. Um, There are some things that happened in between which I don't want to talk about. Not that I can't. I don't want to. Because, you know, when other people are involved, you just like to protect people. But that, oh, the pain of certain things, just like, way, way, way. It was very hard. But I'm thankful to God that he he kept me going. And, and there, the people, there were some, some key people that really helped me to get through, really, really helped me, um, yeah, I won't, I won't name names, but there are some key people, they know who they are, and they have been tremendous, absolutely tremendous, um, during the time, um, yeah, at the moment, to describe how I'm feeling now, it's, I'm feeling good. I'm at a good place. Um, because I think, I think for me, it's, it's knowing and recognising that life will not always go the way you expect, planned or even think. But you have to have hope confidence in the God that you you serve and believe in that he created us for a purpose and we've got to fulfill that purpose and when the time come for us to leave this earth we have to leave um it's 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 life it's part of the process Someone in my workplace says, that's one thing you're sure of. You're sure of, you're going to die one day. You know, um, but we have, I always say, we have to do the best we can in between. And the best sometimes to other people may not seem good or best. But you need to know within yourself and draw in strength upon the teachings and training and the the, 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 the role model that mums were or have been. You know, and I know my mum was a role model. She absolutely was. And I'm thankful that's, that she's left a legacy and I can carry on some of those things because it's part of who I am. So I just wanted to share that with you and to say, yeah, 
it's not all been negative. A lots of lots of positive things have come out um, of of sorry my recording has just decided to stop. A lot of positivity things have taken place and yeah it's it's inspired me just to keep going and to, to trust and has my mum believed and had faith then I've got to believe and have faith our faith shakes sometimes you know you just you ask questions Lord I don't understand but he does and in his own way he will comfort our hearts and he sure has comforted my heart so please do let me know I'm interested to find out how you coped so I'm going to end it here this one it's longer than I wanted but I'm going to end it, end it here and then we'll pick it up from there the next time it's um, Saturday the 29th of July and um, yeah it's it's quite late no yeah Saturday the 29th of July and it's 1.52 in the morning I should be asleep but yeah all right thank you for listening